Now that's more like it. SEC opponent rolls in, takes that L, gets on out. Tennessee gets an SEC win. Looks really good doing it in times. It's your postcast, Locked On Balls. You are Locked On Balls, your daily podcast on the Tennessee Volunteers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, everybody? Welcome into your postcast edition of Lockdown Vols, Tennessee, a 40-21 winner over South Carolina. I'm your host, Eric Kane, at underscore Kane on Twitter, at Lockdown Vols. Appreciate you guys watching, subscribing to Lockdown Vols on the YouTube channel, and of course, listening wherever you get your podcast. couple things off the top. Number one, uh, in real time, at the time of this recording, it's like middle of the night, 2.37 a.m., um, I didn't change. I'm wearing the funky shirt that looked kind of weird on camera, but this is what I wore to the game. So if you're watching on YouTube, apologies there. Uh, number two, if you're listening or watching this, whenever it finally gets out on, uh, on your platforms at like a little after three in the morning, four in the morning, let me know at underscore Kane or at lockdown balls, because number one, you're drunk and still partying from the big win. And I love it. But number two, loyal, loyal, everydayers appreciate you. And of course, if you're listening or watching this on a Sunday morning to and from church Sunday afternoon, can't thank you enough. Uh, postcast, immediate thoughts, uh, just kind of getting home after doing all my stuff for, uh, uh, for VolQuest.com. Hope you guys are taking in that content as well over there at the, uh, the On3 network. Um, want to get some thoughts out here. I didn't want to wait till Monday, and um, uh, here they go. Um, yeah, this is good. Um, wasn't perfect. There's a lot of things to break down and dissect, and trust me, we'll do that. We got the bye week coming up this week, so um, a lot a, a lot of uh, opportunities to kind of sit back and nitpick and all that, and, and we will. Um, but this is more like it. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, up until this game, Tennessee, of course, the Austin P game was gross and ugly, but still, game was never in doubt. You beat up on lesser opponents, UTSA, Austin P, Virginia. The one challenge you had, the one challenge you had was Florida, and you got your butt whipped on the road, couldn't handle the noise, uh, had a horrible second quarter. You got your tail whipped. So it's completely fair that until what we saw Saturday night in Neyland Stadium, 40-21 to 21 over South Carolina, just very much didn't know what this football team was. Uh, you couldn't say for sure that you were certain that Tennessee does this well or Tennessee's going to be okay or whatever because you didn't see him play anybody, Paul. You know what I'm saying? Well, now you did. And I'm not trying to say Tennessee's fixed or Tennessee is well on its way or we know exactly who Tennessee is. Tennessee played somebody. Tennessee played an SEC opponent. I'm not trying to say South Carolina's the 85 Bears. But Tennessee whooped that ass, all right? And that was good to see defensively. South Carolina had a horrendous offensive line, started two true freshmen in a hostile environment, dealt with some injuries. We knew this coming in. But still, the Tennessee defense, and I'll talk more about this in segment number two, six sacks, eight TFLs, uh, a pick six. I mean, that, that's what you're supposed to do. That's what you are supposed to do. And, and for as bad as Tennessee looked on the road in the SEC at, at, in Gainesville, the Swamp, and we'll have this conversation when Tennessee heads down to Tuscaloosa. That's the next away game here in a couple weeks. But, you know, one thing at a time, because that's a real issue. Tennessee can't win on the road. That's a trend, but nothing we have to worry about right now because uh, you, you had South Carolina, you got an off week, you've got uh, A&M coming to town, then we'll get into to Alabama. But for as bad as Tennessee looked, kind of – delusional, if you will, at Florida, that's how South Carolina looked at Neyland Stadium. So first and foremost, if you were at that stadium and you're watching and listening to us right now, job well done. Um, we do not have an open air press box, but we could hear you. 
Um, we could fill you. You put down one of my favorite things to do at Neyland Stadium is you put a, a water bottle down there in front of your seat here, and you look at the water and it's it's vibrating, it's shaking because the the whole stadium's kind of bumping, right? Um, several times, false starts. A couple of times on third downs, false starts. That that's you. That's Neyland Stadium. That's the crowd. Job well done. That is what's a hostile environment supposed to be like in the SEC. You come to Neyland Stadium, you'll remember it. You know, Baker Mayfield talked about it back in 2015 about being one of the loudest things he's ever experienced. Um, Josh Heupel opened his uh, press conference post game by by thanking the fans for making it what it was. So, job well done, job well done. But anyway, you didn't quite know what to think about Tennessee because Tennessee hadn't played anybody. And I don't care who you are. I don't care how bad you are on the offensive line. I don't care how many freshmen you're starting. To come away with six sacks, to come away with a pick six, to come away with holding an opponent in Southeastern Conference play to two of 14 on uh, on third downs and 21% overall on third and fourth downs, that's good. Defense shined. Defense is the story of the game. Defense absolutely shined. Defense absolutely dominated. And that was good to see. Now, are there going to be tougher offensive lines? You best believe. Are there going to be better quarterbacks playing against Tennessee? Probably, having said that, because Spencer Rattler was not who what Spencer Rattler had done the previous four three weeks leading into this game, or four weeks leading into this game. And credit Tennessee for that. Um, a lot of you guys, we're, we're going to get into Joe Milton, some more defense, some stats and stuff here in segment two. Two, two segments here on this postcast. Uh, why? Well, because it's the middle of the freaking night. Um, <laughs> I, I As a media member, I, I hate, I hate night games so much. Um, as a fan, love it. As a media member who's working, hate it. Uh, my Sunday is going to suck, <laughs> but it is what it is, right? Um, I'd rather have this in football season than be in March with no football, right? Uh, anyway, um, a lot of you guys who listen to the show and you know listen to me on VolQuest and, and follow my work, again, appreciate it. Some of you guys have made the comments over the years about how I gush over opponents, and that's fair. I, I, I recognize that. Um, some, sometimes people come at angles like, oh, he hates Tennessee. It's, it's not that. It's I love football, okay? I, I, I love the game of football. Um, I like watching good football players, okay? And whenever Tennessee, I'm breaking down an opponent and I'm watching film and I'm, I'm looking at the stats and everything, and there's a good opponent over there, I'm going to talk, talk well about him, okay? It's not this, oh, Tennessee's playing them, I got to hate them. It's I like good football players and they're a good football player. And so a lot of you guys are giving me crap this week. Some, some people are giving me crap this week about talking to Spencer Rattler. And it, it's fine. It is what it is. Um, but here's the other, the flip side of the coin here. Okay. When Tennessee makes those players look bad, I'm going to give props to Tennessee. Remember Will Anderson? All of you guys gave me so much crap about how I love Will Anderson. I loved Alabama's Will Anderson. He's a good football player. He didn't do jack crap against Tennessee last year. And I came back and I said, Darnell Wright, take a bow, young man. Look at that. Maybe that propelled him to be in, you know, the 10th overall pick in the draft. Who knows? Um, but I remember coming back and saying, job well done, Tennessee. Spencer Rattler, he still completed at a, at a pretty decent clip. I don't have the percentage in front of me. He was completing at 74 passes coming into the game. But Spencer Rattler was 24-35, no touchdowns, one interception, the pick six. 169 yards on the game. He was averaging 310 yards through the air. He was not himself. He was uncomfortable the entire night. Job well done, Tennessee. Because the Spencer Rattler that was at Neyland Stadium Saturday night 
was not the same Spencer Rattler that played in the first four games, first four weeks of the season. Job well done, Tennessee. You made him uncomfortable. You made him second-guess things. You rushed his throws. You harassed him all night long. And that is a big reason why Tennessee won this football game. So, job well done. That was awesome. That, you know, that's the defense overall is my biggest takeaway. Making Rattler look human for the first time this season is my second takeaway. And, um, you know, uh, the offensive line, uh, I'll, um, I'll be quick and brief on this one. The offensive line, I think, from a collection of, uh, of, of players, that is probably your best offensive line that you're going to have all year. Cooper Mays at center came back, and not having done anything, not having played in a game since last year, not having scrimmaged in spring practice, not having taken contact since the first time since last week, to come back and to play 68 snaps in a Southeastern Conference football game, well, look at that toughness. I mean, look at that toughness. Goodness gracious, job well done. Job well done. Cooper Mays come back. That obviously is big for Tennessee. Ollie Lane shifts over from center, plays left guard. He was the favorite to play left guard coming into the season before he had to play center. Andre Carrick did not play. Of course, I think he's going to play some you know, as the season goes along, but he was out tonight with injury. You had Ollie Lane at one center. Of course, Javante, or you had Ollie Lane at one guard. You had Javante Spragans at the other guard. You had John Campbell left tackle. Okay, that's normal. And then you had Gerald Mincy at right tackle. Not a lot of J.J. Crawford. I don't know snap counts or anything. Not a lot of J.J. Crawford in this one. Those are the players you want to be playing. Now, does that mean Tennessee's going to all of a sudden be a great offensive line? No, I still think that they're going to have their struggles as the year goes on. But that's your best five. And I thought overall, I've been talking so much about the defensive line. I thought Tennessee's offensive line dominated tonight as well uh, for, for much of the game for much of the football game. I mean, how many times are we going to talk about? How many times are we going to talk about Jalen Wright, you know, averaging 7.7 yards per carry? I mean, goodness gracious. Take a bow, offensive line. Take a bow. Tennessee wins 40-21. to More on the defensive effort, more on Joe Milton. Um, some more thoughts. That's coming up next right here on Lockdown Vols. Postcast edition continues right here on the show. Uh, real quick, want to tell you about our friends over at FanDuel. You guys know about FanDuel. It's America's number one sports book. Uh, new customers get a chance to win $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If, you have, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on all that action right now. Uh, we talked about the spread, talked about how that line was so inflated all week long. Tennessee opened up as a double-digit favorite. It kept climbing, kept climbing, and I just didn't quite get it. I didn't quite get it. Well, Tennessee wins 40-21 to 21 and, and ended up covering that spread. And it shows, shows you what I know, right? But if you took Tennessee to cover, job well done on that spread. The uh, total the total kept shrinking down, and I think it closed at 60 and a half. Tennessee won 41 to 20, meaning Tennessee and South Carolina hit that over. So if you took the over at 60 in the hook, congratulations, you just got it. But you can do all that and more over at FanDuel Sportsbook. Spreads, player props, totals, over-unders, and a whole lot more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to kick off the college football season and the NFL season today. Uh, FanDuel is the official partner of the NFL. All right, I want to tell you about another a proud sponsor of the show, and that is eBay Motors. Passion, drive, patience, 
What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle. Uh, level up the peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money is back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that dub. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit. Only available to U.S. customers. All right, guys. Theme of the Knots defense. Theme of the Knots defense. What I let off with, I've already written about it at VolQuest.com. I know everybody hates Tim Banks. I know everybody hates the secondary. I get all that. And, and a lot of times, uh, criticism is deserved. Um, South Carolina, again, is not the 85 Bears. No, the 85 Bears are known for defense. But you know what I'm saying? Um, but Tennessee's defense played lights out. Tennessee's defense played really, really well. Uh, gave up a couple plays. Never going to be perfect. I'm not trying to say it was perfect on the night. Uh, you had a 44-yard screen pass that went to a Marion Brown early in uh, the first quarter, 9.28 left on the clock. That was play number three of the day. So I guess that was technically on their first drive, 44 yards. That was a chunk play that that was not good. Uh, I'm not even counting the fake punt pass because that was Beamer ball. That was not – that's when your defense is out there. A story for another day, and we'll talk about this on Monday show, Tennessee special teams atrocious. Mike Eckler's unit did not have a good day. And how do you? How are you not prepared? How are you not prepared when you play Shane Beamer? It's called Beamer Ball for a reason. I don't care if somebody got picked or whatever. Officials are not looking for offensive pass interference when punt formations out there. You're going to get away with that ten out of ten. No excuse. Kick out of bounds. What are we doing here? What are we doing here? More on that on Monday. But I don't even count the 32 yard, uh, you know, pass to uh, Leggett on, on fourth down. By the way, Leggett finished with. Five receptions for 50 yards. 32 of that came on the fake punt pass. So if you look at it, Leggett had four receptions for 18 yards on offense. How about that? Job well freaking done. How about that? But anyway, back to explosive plays. You had one explosive play for, through the air. 44 yards on that screen pass. Play number three of the game, okay? That was one explosive play through the air. You had one on the ground that was horrible. First play of the second half on drive number one for South Carolina. 75 yards. Former Newberry Wolf. Shout out Carson Newman. Taking it to Newberry at Newberry this Saturday as well. Shout out Carson Newman. But former Newberry Wolf, Mario Anderson, now at South Carolina, 75 yards on the first play from scrimmage of that drive of the second half for uh, for uh, South Carolina, 75 yards. Again, I'll have to go back and look at it, break it down, who did what, who was not playing assignment football, was a good play call, all that and more, but that was bad, 75, 75 yards on one play. My point is, Tennessee's defense gave up a couple of explosive plays, not many, but a couple. Tennessee lost contain a couple of times, okay? Tennessee was not perfect. It was never going to be perfect. But Tennessee finishes with six sacks against an SEC opponent, eight tackles for loss, had a pick six touchdown on my game quest. Anybody listens or watches game quest, fallquest.com, our, uh, our, uh, our pregame podcast, me and Grant Ramey do it. We do bold predictions at the end of every show. My bold prediction, literally. And I did this just to be a smart A. I did because of Kamal Haddon last year in Columbia, South Carolina. I said, my bold prediction Kamal Haddon gets a pick. I even went so far to say, I don't think it'll be a pick six, but it'll be a pick. 
I should have just went bold. Am I right? So many people shout out, texting me, uh, DMing me, tweeting me, saying you called it, you called it, you called it. Appreciate you guys for listening. Uh, that was pretty cool. Also, Grant was like two yards away or three yards away from guessing t- from predicting Tennessee's rushing total as well. Uh, Grant Ramey and I, pats on the back. We had a pretty good, <laughs> pretty good bold prediction takes. Um, but anyway, like my, my point is, you know, Tennessee's defense had the pick six, had a score, had eight TFLs, had six sacks. Okay. And, and then my favorite stat of the night, third downs, Tennessee's defense held, held South Carolina to two of 14 on third downs. Okay. On, on third and fourth down overall, South Carolina converted on just 21% of those. You put that in comparison to last year in Columbia, South Carolina. South Carolina was 8 of 11 on third down, 2 of 2 on fourth down. I mean, you talk about improvement for sure. Heck yeah, Tennessee's defense is the story of the night. Uh, Let's get in. (coughs) Excuse me. It's been a long night. Uh, Let's get in quickly. We'll do more of this on Monday. Running the football. Jalen Wright continues to be just a freaking beast. Freaking beast. 123 yards, a touchdown, 7.7 yards per carry. He's incredible. Liked a lot what I saw from Dylan Sampson. Uh, Brew McCoy, thoughts and prayers. That was disgusting. I'm no doctor, but it looks like he's not playing football again for Tennessee, and that's just heartbreaking. We'll learn more about it on Monday, Josh Hoppel says, but uh, T's and P's to Brew McCoy. Uh, great teammate, good football player, but, man, that was uh, that that was, that was was brutal. That was brutal. Uh, Squirrel White, nine targets, nine receptions, over 100 yards. That was good to see. Um, Jackson Ross, the punter, continues to, to come around. He's he's really, really good. Uh, let's get to Joe Milton. Joe Milton stat line, 21 of 32, completed, I want to say, hold on here. I got it. Joe Milton. Joe Milton completed 66% of his passes. Pretty solid. 21 of 32, 239 yards, a touchdown, and uh, two interceptions. Um, the two interceptions, the first one, and I'll learn more when I go back and watch film. Uh, Sunday afternoon, but the first one just didn't even see the safety. Just, just I mean, I'm sitting there in the press box. I'm like, "What are you doing?" Squirrel White on the hitch at the sticks, wide the freak open. Nobody around him. Um, but I'm just sitting there. I'm like, "There's a safety there. There's a safety there. There's a safety there." Ah, I throws it right to the safety. I don't think he ever saw it. I'll go back and watch the second interception to Jacob Warren. He just forced it. He forced it, and, and he had already thrown a touchdown to Jacob Warren uh, when he kind of forced it in there, and he went right back to him. So I don't, I don't hate it. If you throw it a little bit more inside, maybe give him a chance to go make a play. That defender did make a good play, but um, he forced that to Jacob Warren. That was a second pick. Uh, Joe also went through a little bit of a stretch where he was missed. Nothing like uh, in the UTSA game. Overall, I said my, uh, my 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 little quick little short that I put on YouTube, my quick reaction. Um, I, I think I used the word mediocre, and somebody asked me about that. How can you say he was mediocre? Maybe that's too harsh. I mean, he had two picks. Okay, so like he wasn't. I mean, he wasn't good. Um, I, th- I think he was solid. I think he was solid. I, again, I'll go back and w- I'll watch some and learn some more. I do think that they threw it deep one time, and they came up uh, with a reception. Squirrel wide down the sideline. Not sure how he caught that. Not sure how he caught that whatsoever. But um, I think if you're a Tennessee fan, and, and Brent Hope said this on the uh, the, the mini-pod over at VolQuest.com after the game, and, and, uh, and uh, we, we talked about it before we recorded. I couldn't agree more. Thank you for a Tennessee fan. What should give you some... Uh, excitement about Joe Milton's performance was he was good over the middle. Slamps, he, he was really, really good. A couple of those balls, like Chaz Nimrod just dropped it right on third down. Like, what are you doing? Uh, but over the middle, the slants, um, the digs, he, he was pretty good in that regard. Uh, we'll break down more Joe's performance and everything. Uh, I thought he was okay. I thought he was overall. I thought he was solid. 
Uh, but he made a couple mistakes, and the one where I mean, you got to you got to find the safety. Got to find the safety. You can't throw right to him. So, anyway, we got loads and loads of more to get into. That's coming up on Monday show. Tomorrow we'll break down. We'll get some Caner grades. I'll give you some notes from my rewatch. We'll take a look at Pro Football Focus uh, coverage grades, uh, targets, receptions, all that, and more. That's right here at Locked On Vols. But the bottom line, guys, Tennessee wins forty-one to twenty. Tennessee's defense dominated. Had a pick six. Tennessee's offense ran really, really well on the day. Tennessee's offense ran for 238 yards, which is really, really good. You play good defense, you run the football, you're going to win a whole lot of games in this league. I understand the game's a little bit different from 1990, but you run the football well, you play good defense, you're still going to win a lot of football games in Southeastern Conference. Job well done to Tennessee. We know a lot more about Tennessee now than we did prior to Saturday. Now, has Tennessee arrived? Absolutely not. Tennessee's still got a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah, for sure. But we know a lot more about Tennessee now than we did before going into this game. Tennessee 41, South Carolina 20. Your postcast, plenty more on a Monday. Appreciate you guys. I will talk to you on Monday. This is Lockdown Balls.